0: Hello everyone and welcome to Showhoppers. Today we are covering The White Lotus Season 2, Episode 1. Ciao! I am Mr. Sal, a high school science teacher, watching Season 2 of The White Lotus for the first time because it has newly started airing again. Very exciting times. I'm here with my co-host and former student who is also watching The White Lotus Season 2 for the first time because, again, it's new. And he is Kurt. Hello, Kurt. Ciao, Mr. Sal. Ciao. So
1: I didn't know chow, I'm assuming also means hello. It means hello or goodbye. Yep. Yeah, okay.
0: I never knew that. There you go. <laughs> you know, Kurt, I'm just impressed that you that you're even here. You are quite old, no? <laughs> that doesn't even work that well. You're you're older than me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's irrelevant. <laughs> I, I, was, old. I was I was already I was
1: you are <laughs> <laughs> Quite old though. Uh, uh, I've I still got gas do. in the tanks. I got gas in the tank. Oh,
0: oh, Bert <laughs> has plenty of gas yeah. in the tank. Yeah, actually, so- I,
1: my name does rhyme with his Bert. Kurt. <laughs> That's true.
0: Right like That's true. All right. Well, before we start talking too much about characters, uh let's go ahead and, and see how we felt about this episode. Uh, it's a new season, new setting, new characters. So let's guess each other's ratings. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, we shall guess each other's ratings. Kurt, I think that you miss Hawaii. I think that you, although I think you, you, you're not opposed to the setting. I think you like the setting, but you miss Hawaii. Uh, I think you really miss Armand. I think that is hurting you. Like I, feel like I think you're feeling physical pain about the lack of Armand or an Armand-type character in this episode. I think that you are wishing that it was someone other than Tanya, who was the carryover from season one to season two. Uh, not, not exactly sure who, from maybe Armand, maybe Shane, but anyway, I think you're wishing it was someone else, but I do think that you liked the new characters. I think you especially liked the Degrassi's, uh, the, the father, son, grandfather trio. I think you especially like them. Um I I know how you feel about pilots. This kind of feels like a pilot, even though it's a series that you're already familiar with. So I don't think you're you're too high on the subs. So I think you gave it an eight.
1: Alright. I think you, you also like you missed the Mossbachers, especially. Uh Armand, maybe at Patterson so much, but yeah. That being said, hmm, I think you liked, it was the Spillers? What was the last name of Carmen and Daphne? Like, what's their last name? Cause, oh, I actually don't know. Because <laughs> I, I swear they said something else, but IMDb said something. I'm sorry, I'm going to use the last name. I'm just going to call
0: think th- I don't think IMDb gave a last name for Daphne, did they? It didn't for
1: Daphne. <laughs> Okay. Sounds like confused to me. Yeah. Maybe she goes by a different last name or what? Because they said they were married for five years, but right, I mean they have the same last name. So, um but I think the Spillers, Ethan and Harper. I'm purposely using their names a lot. So I'm trying to make sure I learn their names. <laughs> their names. I think well, their storyline. Oh, yeah, th- they are the Spillers. Those are the Spillers, Harper okay. and Ethan.
0: Okay, All
1: right. The um mm-hmm. the person who just recently sold their company. That that. Yes, couple. I think. That's your favorite storyline. I think I I think you are actually really into these storylines. I think you're happy Tanya was the person picked out because I think you like her dynamic with Greg. I think you were kind of in on this episode. Uh, The what's name Lucia when it's revealed that Dominic is the person she's coming to visit. I think you 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 were like oh you probably thought it was Bert.
0: I think you gave this a nine. Okay you are correct i did give this a nine okay. I, I i let me explain why i gave it an eye and then will please, please do i'll get your get your opinion in just a second so uh i really liked a lot of things about this and i really missed a lot of things about season one so i i, I really like the new setting i i don't know if you know this about me kurt but i am my family i, I mean i'm everybody i know in my family was born in america but all of my ancestors are from italy so i'm actually half sicilian and the other half is other parts of italy so uh it was really cool seeing sicily i've never been to sicily i'd love to go to sicily having seen this i really want to go to sicily now <laughs> i can't believe that <laughs> love play- to to the white lotus <laughs> yeah I can't, yeah right i can't believe a place like that exists it's it's phenomenal it's, it's amazing so uh, i love the setting but i really did miss uh hawaii as well uh i was tremendously entertained by tanya and greg so like that i i was that was a nice way to connect the two seasons i thought i i, w- I was very comfortable with that being the connective tissue uh, because they really entertained me i'm loving the dynamics and the juxtaposition of those two couples uh, ethan and harper and cameron and daphne uh, i'm loving that storyline that is definitely my favorite of the storylines. I like the Degrassi's a lot. I think they're pretty cool. What I'm missing most about season one, though, is the prominence of the staff. I think it's going to be hard to capture the themes of the first season when you're not really making the staff characters. At least they're not in the first episode making the staff characters. Now, they might be able to supplement what they did with the staff in season one with what they're doing with Lucy and Mia here. Mm Mm-hmm uh they're locals right they're not staff but they're locals so i I, i'm open to it i I think it's got a lot of potential i think that this might end up being more of a murder mystery than season one was where season one was very thematic i think this one might end up being more of a murder mystery so that's the the pros and the cons for me but overall i really enjoyed it i was very happy to be back at least in this universe
1: yeah yeah it's been a while since we've uh been the
0: My Lotus <laughs> Universe, it's been
1: geez, three weeks. Oofah. <laughs> Oofah. Oof-a. I gave this an eight. You were correct.
0: I gave it an uh-huh. eight.
1: Uh-huh. I think oh yeah, I I am feeling physical pain without Armand and the Mossbachers <laughs> and Shane and you know, my left foot's really feeling it. Uh,
0: <laughs> very specific.
1: Well, yeah, oh, that's where the pain resides. Okay. That being said, I, 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 I do think these characters are interesting. I did make a note of, I did not like the lack of staff. Like, Valentina kind of seemed one-dimensional. I, I think there's ways to add to her, right? Cause mm-hmm. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but Armand, we didn't see him do any sort of drug abuse episode one. Or was, at the end of episode one, did he? Uh, he, was, was
0: he no, did he no the, the drug abuse, no. We didn't even yeah. know. I don't think we even knew yeah. that he had that he was recovering.
1: Yeah, and they added more to his character. But even before that, he seemed really interesting. Valentina does not strike me the same way, but you know they, yeah, you know, they could, they can add more to her, so I, I won't yeah. rule that out. And I think you're right that we have some locals. We have um, I don't remember her name. Patia? Portia, Portia, uh, uh, Tiny's assistant, Portia. Portia. <laughs> is that you say? Is that you spell Portia? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Never would have guessed.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, por- Portia Porsche could, Porsche yeah. could fill that role.
1: You're right. Portia, because, well, she's not a local. Mm-hmm. She's kind of tethered along, and it mm-hmm. seems like her quote-unquote vacation has been ruined by we, 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 you know, Basically, rich people stopping over people that are not rich or privileged or whatever have you, if that's what the theme was from season one, if you want to take that part away from it. Even though I think it was more locals versus, you know, the staff and locals versus people that are just coming to visit and leaving, being yes. done with it afterwards. So, you know that was all good. Uh, of the two, so between the Spillers, Cameron, and Daphne versus uh, the DeGrassos, I like the DeGrassos more. I think that's more interesting. So yeah, I figured. Degrassos. I figured you would. Yeah. Yeah, I, I figured you'd like the other one more. So <laughs> there you go. So, so again, much much like last. Year. I think
0: I misspoke. I think I called them the DeGrassies, but the DeGrassos. You're right.
1: Yes. Yes. I know. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you, thank you.
1: Uh, but yeah I, I mean it's a good introduction I'm interested to see what will happen next I I don't really have any real set allegiances with any character mm-hmm. or anything mm-hmm. but it's it, it, it it's a it's a good start like there, there's a lot to build off here so we'll see let
0: me ask you this question this, this is something that I thought about for myself do you think you if this was the first episode of White Lotus you've ever seen do you think you would have liked it more or less more me too
1: <laughs> season one yeah season one kind of
0: mm-hmm.
1: season one yeah you know, I, I missed the character. you know we spent all i spent all this time getting used to these characters and it's just kind of god now it's
0: yeah this this reminds me somewhat and this isn't actually the only way you, remind <laughs> you the leftovers? Uh, yeah yeah so, the, yeah so season two of the leftovers for those of you who haven't seen the leftovers first of all it's my favorite series you should watch it and then listen to our coverage but uh, season 2 of Leftovers, there's a, a bit of a, a reset. There, a lot of the cast carries over, but not all of the cast. And you spend the first, what would you say, maybe 40 of 60 minutes with no characters that you know?
1: Yeah, there's completely yeah. new characters.
0: Yeah. And that was very jarring. I remember I checked my, <laughs> my guide a couple of times on my TV to make sure that I was watching the right show. <laughs> but I didn't, hadn't accidentally... Gone to like HBO Two or whatever it was at the time, uh, but th- this wasn't that bad because Tanya was there connecting it and and, and by we the way, we
1: going into it yeah yes,
0: and we knew going into it that it was going to be a new setting, new characters and all that so uh, so th- this wasn't as jarring now, I actually still love that episode. I know you had more of a problem with it than I did, so um, anyway th- there 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 was that piece that reminded me of the leftovers there's another part of this that reminds me a lot of the leftovers too, actually, which is funny because thematically they're nothing alike so it is interesting but i'll I'll talk about that when we get there you know what what i'd like to do kurt if it's okay with you before we talk about our favorite scenes just let's just run through the characters and make sure that we have everything in order this episode might be a little longer than normal folks because we're getting completely oriented to this place that we thought we had a handle on that now we have to restructure right so Oh, we'll we'll start with uh, the the very familiar ones. Uh, we've got Tanya, who's played by Jennifer Coolidge, who won the Emmy Award for playing this role for season one. Mm-hmm. She's now married to Greg, who she met at the White Lotus Hawaii in season one, All right? Mm-hmm. And her assistant is Portia. Oh, by the way, Greg is played by John Grease, who uh, famous for playing Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite, but who we've been covering quite for quite regularly on lost actually so he, he is uh not a series regular but a season regular in the season that we're currently covering so uh, another series that folks uh should check out and listen to our coverage for anyway the they uh they're there and tanya's assistant is Portia. okay i don't know uh haley lou richardson who plays porsche but there you have it okay Let's shift over to the Degrassos. They're, the trio. Yeah, the trio. They're, they're three mm-hmm. three generations. So the the oldest of them is Bert. He's played by F. Murray Abraham. He's 80. Uh, he is 80. Yep. <laughs> his son is Dominic, played by Michael Imperioli of Sopranos fame. Uh, his character on the Sopranos was one of my favorite characters on the Sopranos. Maybe my favorite character on the Sopranos. I love that character. Um, so... It it's great to see him back on an HBO series. So I was very excited about that. And then his son is Albie, who's played by uh Adam DiMarco, who I know from the Magicians. I don't know if you know him from anything, but not anyway. <laughs> okay. And I'm assuming that Albie is short for Alberto or Albert, probably Alberto since uh Bert talks Earthy. about his, his family being from Sicily. And probably his name, Bert, is short for Alberto as well.
1: <laughs> Makes sense.
0: Yeah, so that, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Let's shift to the two couples who are... Fr- the, uh, the There are two guys who are friends with each other, and they've brought their wives along as well. Uh, and the wives don't... Actually, one of the wives doesn't know anybody. But anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. So the two friends are Ethan, who's played by Will Sharp, now, Ethan, uh, I'm sorry. Will Sharp is I, I'm like, I, I'm a big fanboy of Will Sharp. I love this guy. <laughs> so, he created and starred in a series called Flowers, which is a series that I'm in love with. Uh, is a beautiful, amazing series. Uh, I I can't believe that I can't believe that this came out of one person's head. It's it's unbelievable. So, uh, if you have an opportunity to check out Flowers, you should. It's a BBC, I think it's BBC. It's it's, a, it's the Channel Four or whatever it's called. Um, anyway, it's British, uh, and it's, it stars Olivia Coleman and Ethan Sharp. Or not Ethan Sharp, Ethan. <laughs> Will Sharp. Doesn't have Loki in it. Flowers?
1: Yeah. No
0: series. Okay. No. So, at any rate, Will Sharp is playing Ethan Spiller here, and Ethan is college buddies with cameron who's played by theo james now theo james seems to be a pretty well-known actor although i don't know him very well uh he was in the divergent series if that means anything to you no he played four in the divergent series anyway uh they they are college buddies uh their wives ethan's wife is, is harper and she's played by Aubrey Plaza, who you might know from Parks and Recreation. Uh, I know her from Legion. Have, have you ever seen Legion?
1: I've not seen Legion.
0: Okay. That's a, a very confusing show. <laughs> but very, Season one was pretty awesome. It was confusing, though. So uh, I started season two, and I was like, I don't get it. So I, I stopped. I'm, maybe we maybe we should cover it sometime, because maybe <laughs> I'll understand it better if we talk about
1: it. But it good. yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, season one was really good. But anyway. Aubrey Plaza is pretty famous. She's pretty well-known. And she plays Harper, uh, Ethan's wife. Cameron's wife is Daphne. And Daphne is played by... I've lost it. Megan Faye. There you go. Megan Faye. (laughs) That's Daphne. uh, And there you have it. Uh, I don't know anything about Megan Faye, really. Do you? No. Okay. So, I mean, I can tell you that she's somewhat... She's she's most known for boy things that I've never heard of, (laughs) the Lost Valentine, the Bold Type. I guess I've heard of Miss sloan She's she was in that, but Law and Order, I've heard of uh, Law and Order. Everybody's Law and Order. Everybody's got a Law and Order order credit, but anyway, even I have a Law and Order credit. Everyone (laughs) gets gets one of those. Uh, Yeah, exactly. We should be, there should be show hoppers on Law & Order sometime. Uh, The staff, as far as I can tell, is Valentina, Rocco, Isabella, the piano player, Giuseppe. That's all I really picked up on with the staff. Uh, Valentina's in charge of the staff. She she does not seem to have a very uh, high opinion of Rocco. And there you have it. Um, and then the locals who uh, the the one local appears to be a sex worker that's lucy played by simona tabasco uh, and her friend mia who's played by beatrice grano so anyway there you have it that's most of the characters as far as i can tell how about you you named every character okay (laughs) all right so we've i think we've got A handle. Uh, It it took me a long time to watch this episode because I kept pausing and looking up names because I wanted to make sure that I knew all the names. Yeah, yeah,
1: me too. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Anyway, I
1: learned it helps a lot with the series. Though is like if I if I stop early and like try to like know their names and yeah, Yeah. it makes it a lot. Then I do know their names. Then
0: yeah, and this is a big cast. This is not one central character or two central characters. It's a white Lotus season one and season two is big cast. So, so you really got to know everybody. I mean. At any rate, a real okay.
1: project. Yeah,
0: Let's take a guess at each other's favorite scenes. I think, and this is going to be the, I think that the, the fact that you gave this an eight kind of solidifies this in my mind, because I had already uh, picked this as your favorite scene, but now I know that you were kind of lukewarm on it. I feeling more confident about this. I think your favorite scene is just the gathering at the dock and kind of everybody coming off the boat, meeting Valentina, and then moving on to the White Lotus.
1: Wow, you're dead wrong. You could, I'll let you guess again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I don't have a backup plan
1: here. I I all want... right. Well, then, then, that, then that'll be where that'll be where you
0: lie, though. <laughs> That's it. No, I'll be. I'll just be content with being Jeez. dead wrong.
1: I don't. I don't know which. I, well, let the, me ask the, you
0: they're... this. Let me let me ask this question before I just yield that the dinner scene. Does that all count as one scene? Man, I don't have to rewatch it. I I, I don't know. I mean, if, if it does, it's like a ten-minute scene. But part, parts
1: of it can count as one scene, like when when Patricia stares at Albie, then Tanya stares at her, like that. You can count as one. But I think, like, like the tree, the the DeGrassos talking with each other, I think is its own. Who's scene.
0: Who's Patricia?
1: How do you say her name again? The, the o- oh Portia, <laughs> Portia. Uh-huh. <laughs> her name is yeah. <laughs> Portia, like kind of like the car. Okay. Yes. I think Car Porsche. Okay, okay, okay. But like that could be one scene. Tiny looking at Porsche, Porsche looking at LB, all that stuff. But like the like the DeGrasso's talking, I feel like it's one scene.
0: But okay. again,
1: eh, well.
0: I mean, it's just hard because there's, they're also intercut. You only spend like I may- know you're maybe right, a you're minute right. with each group and then you're on to the next group. Jeez. I don't
1: know which one you put. Yeah, there's a lot of different ones you got to put. I think you put Dominic's call on the
0: phone. Okay. Because it's sad.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know to clarify. I'm just. I'll, I'll just. I'll, I'll. We'll see. You're always. Your you're scene.
0: always putting me in a box, Kurt. You're like, oh, you oh, oh, like sad first, things. First what's the saddest?
1: Am I wrong? Am I wrong? What's the saddest?
0: Or what's the saddest scene in this episode? I will. Reply, That's what Mr. Sal will take. I will reply once I know whether I'm wrong or right. No, you're wrong. Oh, you're <laughs> <laughs> But that is exactly what you were thinking, isn't it? <laughs> kind of. Not yeah. quite, Mr. Sale. Yeah. Not quite. Not yeah, quite. Okay.
1: Not quite. I, I can explain why. Go ahead. Because I, that's my favorite scene. Oh, <laughs> and wow. I just defaulted to, I'm going to just say that for him because I think there's a few he could have said, including this one. So I'll, okay.
0: I'll say this one. Wow. Good for you. I, they, that shows some depth that I didn't know you had, Kurt. Pretty good. <laughs> So death you didn't know I, <laughs> I just thought you'd go for the comedy, you know, with Valentina making, I thought it. making uh, fun of everybody and Bert farting and I thought, OK, OK. I right, know. Actually, my favorite scene is the uh, if you don't let me count all of dinner, because I'm not going to pick apart which don't part of all dinner. dinner. All right. Well, then, because that would be my favorite scene. So I want to yeah, make sure that, that that's I, clear. I,
1: I, I would probably pick that, too. That, all right.
0: That's too long. <laughs> All right, so that would have been. But uh, my favorite scene other than that, that didn't happen in the dining room, is uh, the the thin walls at, toward the end there, where Ethan and Harper can hear everything going on with Cameron. Okay, and, and then they talk
1: and that, and that yeah. confrontation type of thing. Yeah. yeah,
0: I loved that scene. I loved the I juxtaposition because, I mean, you yeah. get I mean, Cameron and Daphne are just so. They seem so happy and playful with each other, and just like like they're they're genuinely having fun. They genuinely like being around each other. It's not just about the sex, sure, you know. That's part of it, but it's it's not just about that. It's just a joy that they have, and then it's juxtaposed with just on the other side of the wall, Ethan and and uh, uh, Harper either you know reading or typing or you know working in bed very very buttoned up like they have they're they're not like there's no like lingerie or skin showing it's just like very prim and proper and uh and very well at least harper is very judgy of what's going on next door uh, I don't know if that's jealousy or if it's We're sure it, judging
1: in general yeah <laughs> yes, they don't right. read the news, they don't vote, yeah, yeah. brains are atrophy, yeah
0: so uh, yeah, so so juxtaposition is something I just i love first of all, I love that word it's like my favorite word, but second of all, I love it, I love it as a tool in storytelling, and the this scene just did it for me in that way, I loved it, did to the point where you know she gets desperate to have him agree with her because he's not, he's just like, you know, I just like him. You know, we, we were put together in college. He's a good guy. And, and we have fun you know, whatever. And you can see the desperation. Like, he's not gonna, he's not gonna side with me on this. All right. Well, he took his clothes off in front of me. Like, you, know, yeah, you can see, she her, you can see her of, yeah. keeping it in her back pocket. Like, it's not the first thing that she told him. And she only pulled it out when she thought she was losing.
1: I will say though, she could fully explain it though. <laughs> i feel like like the she, context of that, like she well she explained it which explain is like i feel like i don't know
0: there's more to it than what she said
1: yeah yeah like the door was open and there was a mirror that she could clearly see him mm-hmm. like there's you know mm-hmm. i don't know like yeah, i i I, I, like I could see how um i don't know like we, we but i think it's definitely. really
0: important to note this isn't the first time that she's seen or talked to ethan since it happened and in fact no no, i
1: know yeah she 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 talks about all
0: kinds of stuff before with ethan alone before she finally drops this in i gotta tell a quick story so (laughs) i i was uh i referee a sport okay and uh at one point i i made a mistake er, relatively early in the contest and Nobody said anything to me. Neither coach said anything to me when it happened. Neither coach said anything to me until the coach that was winning at the time that I made the mistake started losing. And then the coach called back to that mistake that I had made way prior to that point. And I said, when did that happen? And the coach told me. And I thought, oh, so you've just been keeping that in your pocket until like, you knew it then, but you didn't say anything. You just been keeping it in your pocket until I until you were losing. Until until it was you you felt like you needed that desperation. Until, until Madame, yeah. yeah. So so that's, that's all I can think of here too, with with this Harper play by holding holding on to this information until she felt like she needed it. Can so, I ask, did you did you grant the There's nothing I could do. It was I mean it was such it was so long before it was brought to my attention, there was nothing I could do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, all you can do it's all, been too all long. I said was, "You're right, sorry <laughs> about that, like <laughs> you know, that, what else can you do? but that's right. anyway, so at any rate, uh, this, that's my favorite scene, and th- those are most of the reasons why. So tell me why you liked the phone call so much.
1: makes Dominic a lot more interesting. I mean, the end scene is Dominic with uh Lucia. It, it makes Dominic a pretty interesting character. Like, so it looks like I I have a lot of question marks behind Dominic. Um, I know Bert seems to be the reason that this family seems split in some way. I think from the trailer, I, I don't quite know, but Abby, who he's on, you know, the person she he's on the phone with here, I think's his ex wife now. Sounds
0: like it. Sounds or like at least it. They're at least separated. Separated. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So, so, but I mean. She seemed very. I mean, it was a very um. Oh very clear. It's very, very good phone call in terms of the acting of it. So I'll, 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 I'll give him that. But it's also what it does for Dominic. Like I said, as a character, it makes him
0: mm-hmm.
1: more interesting. Lucia things makes a lot more. It, the scene would be in a lot more different light had I not seen that phone call. Like right. it, it makes me go, oh wow, he's probably really sad. I mean, he looks really defeated after the the one phone call, and he seems to be hiding it. Mm-hmm. Seeming pretty well to burr and elby so i it's i don't know it, it makes me it makes me feel it makes me feel sad for him but i i mm-hmm. shouldn't i should say i feel sad for him but i only know his side which is him calling and he seemed nice and abby yelled at him but it's i very, don't
0: know very similar to mark and uh, <laughs> uh nicole, nicole. mark and nicole yeah
1: <laughs> yeah because at first we feel more bad for mark just because we know mark's we see Mark trying. We see Mark trying in this case. Mm-hmm. We see Dominic trying, mm-hmm. but you know, Mark did cheat on Nicole, and we eventually hear Nicole's been on it. And oh. I don't know. I don't maybe. uh I don't know what Dominic did. If he, you know, oh, I, it so seems, I know seems like story. he cheated.
0: It's, well, he had secrets. So it sounds yeah. like he cheated. It sounds like but... an affair of some sort.
1: But I, so, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know the full side of the story, but. It makes me feel bad for him, nonetheless.
0: Yeah. It. Yeah. And take this scene, take this phone call out, and just show us his scene with Lucy, and it's, it's not that interesting. Then. It, it, not only is it not that interesting, but suddenly you're not. He's unsympathetic, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's much whatever. more. He's much more sympathetic, in that scene because of this scene. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so. Yeah. I I hope that by the end of this. You are as big a fan of Michael Imperioli and Will Sharp as I am. So that's that's my hope for the Well this Michael
1: Imperioli I we'll have to see. Yeah. Will Sharp's uh, Ethan again, right?
0: Yes. Okay. I, and honestly, I, I don't think Ethan had all that much to do in this episode. I, I like he was in he was on screen a lot, but kind of dominated by Harper in most cases. So Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but I, I do think this was a pretty meaty, and, and the last scene with Lucy, pretty meaty stuff for Michael Imperioli. So, yep, yep, I agree. All right, cool. All right, I think uh, normally we would talk about things that we found funny. We, do, would you like to do that still, or do you want to cut it short? I think cut it short. I mean, we'll, we'll see some of the comedy. I, I, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, we, I, we I think that's right that's completely fine. Okay, so let's get let's go and uh i I think it's time to run through the episode shall we okay let's go see what uh what there is to see oh you can can almost hear giuseppe playing piano in the background of that can't you he's a terrible pianist according according to who said that bert Burr, Burr yeah. said that yeah okay i think he was
1: ogling some women or something yeah i think i think he's just jealous
0: so anyway all right so we well, got a new opening here it's it's a similar song and it transitions into something that's very similar by the end of it right uh, did you watch the opening I did, I did i did okay good uh but this to me had serious leftover season 1 vibes i mean uh, i can't remember the season
1: one. Oh yeah because it has a lot of well that, so season one intro is a lot more biblical like a lot more, yeah yeah mm-hmm. this one is it biblical or is it just kind of well it's just
0: style? A, it's a similar style it's like it it's like style. it's like a mural like you and yes, in fact yes. they both end with like looking up at the cathedral ceiling right yeah yeah so yeah so it, it was interesting i i mean I enjoyed this music. I think this is a good opening title sequence. I think this this opening title sequence kind of leads me to believe that we're going to be a lot more focused on sex in this season than we were in season yeah. one. I was wondering if that's the vibe this was going with. Because it yeah. does
1: seem to start off. I there was, a, there was a big sex episode in season one. But, I mean, off the bat, it seems like a lot of the characters are sex-oriented. Like, let me think. Mm-hmm. Burr, Tiny and Greg had sex. But, there, I mean, there are a couple. D-
0: Dominic. Do- yeah dominic and lucy
1: uh, uh porsche talks about it and then it really? looks like her and be there's something there mm-hmm. Some fact
0: mm-hmm. so, D- daphne and cameron again, yeah we got th- two couples yeah yeah a lot, a lot of coupling going on so Much cr- yeah
1: well so yeah yeah so that yeah. definitely seems that way
0: yeah uh, exactly okay so our first scene is kind of like the shane airport scene it's it's the scene at the end that where the were, oh I
1: yeah said. this I did not like this
0: <laughs> you didn't like the scene okay uh, well,
1: it's not the scene itself it's just the fact that they're doing it again mm-hmm. like like seemingly go oh there's a death or deaths mm-hmm. Let, let's see how we got here and then I don't know I guess that's just a gimmick Twilight I don't know I don't yeah know.
0: I, oh I think that's just I think that's the formula they're gonna go with so if the, if there's a season three I bet we get it again it's and, and I I don't have any problem with that I. I I know plenty of shows that have like a formula to them that I really enjoy. So it, it doesn't bother me. Uh, they did take a lot more characters off the table. They did. And this showed. one, Roko,
1: yeah. Altina and yeah. Daphne.
0: Yeah. So at least those three are off the table. So that's, that's interesting. So, whereas we only had Shane taken off the table in season one. So yeah. Daphne approaches these two people who've just arrived and she's she's so jealous because they've just arrived and she's just leaving. So it seems like Daphne, by the way, has had a good time. So oh, that's true. The, the, that's I think something like it, Daphne doesn't seem like she's depressed or anything, except that she doesn't want to leave. So that's that's the only thing she does say. You're going to die. They're going to have to drag you out of here. So there's some foreshadowing there, I suppose. But and then she goes out into the water and finds a dead body in the ocean. That by the way, did you Whoa. recognize these what two is-
1: women? No, I did not recognize them.
0: Okay, you're a Survivor fan, right? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Finish Finish. finish how, thought.
0: How much Survivor have you seen?
1: I've seen some seasons here and there. I've probably seen in total like six, seven, maybe eight seasons. I don't know.
0: Okay. Have you seen season 37?
1: <laughs> I don't. Uh, can you see the season?
0: Relatively recent. Uh, I don't watch boy, all the recent ones. Well. I don't know the title uh, of the season. Season thirty-seven. The reason oh, I, bring- I
1: I well, did they do multiple renditions of David versus Goliath?
0: I don't know. Oh, wait, I think I,
1: no. I just know who. No, never. Mind. I I started watching the season, but I know who wins the season, so I stopped watching. it
0: <laughs> Okay, well, these two are in season thirty-seven of Survivor, oh. and furthermore, the creator of this series, writer and director of every episode, Mike White, was in that season of Survivor. Oh, Mike White. Yeah. He's in others. Oh, he's in other seasons of Survivor too, right?
1: Yeah, or I just know him from so, Survivor. Yes, I do know who Mike White is.
0: Yeah, so he is, did. You know that Mike White is the creator, writer, no, I director. Didn't, I know, I didn't yeah, have <laughs> this is a Mike White series. You know what? I did watch that
1: season. <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> I did watch the season. But I do okay. remember him getting. He, I I have seen the season.
0: Okay. Well, in that, yeah. and but, apparently... so I, don't,
1: I don't recognize the girl, I don't remember right girls, okay. but I do know Mike White. because he, yeah. well, I don't want to spoil Survivor, but I remember, <laughs> yeah, a <laughs> more, more right. memorable character than the girls,
0: okay. All right, well, he brought these two girls along with him to Sicily for the White Lotus season two, so anyway, that's just that's a little... really
1: cool, actually. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, I could go on Survivor now,
1: I might be able to get on a <laughs> <the laughs> <conventional> TV show. <laughs>
0: Yes, indeed. It's funny because actually, one of one of the podcast t- television review podcasts that I listen to, other than Show Hoppers, which is clearly my favorite, uh, is Post Show Recaps, and that was started by Rob Sesternino. Do you know Rob Sesternino? No, Rob. He, he, he was he was he was also a contestant on Survivor,
1: Bo- Boston Rob.
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't think so. So,
1: Probably not. He
0: he doesn't have a Boston accent, but he got his start on Survivor as well and then launched it into a successful podcast Empire post-show recaps. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, go on Survivor, man. (laughs) No. Okay. (laughs) All right. let's, uh, Let's jump back into the White Lotus here. So Rocco tells his boss, Valentina, that there are actually a few dead bodies so, to me, that's more than two. Because if it's two or one, you don't say a few.
1: <laughs> that is true.
0: So, uh, more than two dead bodies. I, we don't know. It could be seven. We don't. We have no idea. But I'd say it's at least three. Got to be. It's a lot of dead bodies. It's a few. That's what he says. That's a lot. That's a few. <laughs> it's like your future. <laughs> anyway. Let's a lot jump, of guests let's jump to one week earlier okay now there are seven episodes in this season there are only six in season one so i'm assuming that you know each each episode's a day of the week so i don't know what day of the week this is but this is the first day we, yeah, we have,
1: mm-hmm. well because unlike the last season the first scenes like in the airport when they're mm-hmm. like left this is the mm-hmm. she's still enjoying her last day
0: yes so. indeed so we're on the ferry there are these two couples there's ethan and harper and daphne and cameron there's the trio the grasso trio bert dominic and alby and of course there's tanya but tanya is gregless and she does have however her assistant portia now we jump into sicily proper and we meet lucia and mia mia is very sad because massimo has a new girl Lucy tries to cheer her up by going to watch the fairy arrival because one of these guys has, how do you say this? Hired her? Propositioned her? Found hired. her? I think hired her. I think hired is the best way of putting yes. it. All right, fine. Sounds good. So one of these guys has hired her. She doesn't know who. Uh, they're hoping it's not Bert. But <laughs> <laughs> other than that, uh, I, think they're ho- I think they're hoping it is Cameron. But alas. They settle for something in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we have the familiar right-hand wave by the hosts, right? Port, or, yeah. uh, Valentina even calls attention to it, wave with that right-hand. Rocco makes everything impossible because he is under-ordered on the champagne. <laughs> Rocco, Rocco, Rocco. Val- Valentina proceeds to burn everybody who comes through. <laughs> It's hysterical. I'm not sure they teach this in hospitality school, but it's like with Bert. Oh, I, I'm impressed You're that you so made the trip. Old? You are you are quite old. No, <laughs> so, uh, with Cameron, it's well he lost his bag. Well, he should have flown through Munich. <laughs> That's just a rookie mistake. You know, uh, Harper turns out doesn't want prosecco toast at first. I don't know if she's uh, dr- if she doesn't drink or I mean, she, well, she, she said
1: she said she hasn't eaten anything in like. Six hours. She looks to so this like I haven't eaten yeah. in six hours. So, I yeah.
0: Guess. So, anyway, uh, she kind of denies it. Finally, she takes it. And Valent- Valentina, I, I kind of love it. She's, she's very, very blunt. She's very, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the perfect way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I kind of love it. But anyway, uh, Lucy and Mia like the husbands, but uh, too bad they have wives. Greg, it turns out, as as Valentina meets Tynish, tells her that Greg is already here. But Greg hasn't been responding to Tanya's texts.
1: Well, what kind of visitor or guest is Tanya? She's a blossom guest.
0: Blossom, oh, yeah, here? she's she's a blossom. Yeah, she used to All be right. a petal. She worked her way up to blossom.
1: Good for her. <laughs> she started from
0: the petal. Now she's blossom. That's right. It's uh, which I I find it's kind of a cool wink to the fact that we just saw her in season one, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's yeah. pretty good that she's a frequent flyer. Anyhow. Ethan Harper, Daphne and Cameron have adjoining rooms in this resort. And and they're asked uh, to, I'm sorry, this, this resort used to be a convent. There are head statues everywhere. The story of the head statues is the, I guess we can call them busts, right?
1: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah.
0: busts. Okay. The story is that a Moor seduced a local girl, but when she found out that he had a family, she cut his head off. So uh, hearing that story, Rocco tells that story to the two couples, right? Mm-hmm. So when I hear that story, I'm immediately suspicious of Mia and Lucia because I feel like this story is foreshadowing that the, one of them
1: will sleep with one of the, that the these are, married person. And then, These are
0: the locals who come in and sleep with a, a married person. These are the locals. A married person comes in and sleeps with them. Then dies. Yeah.
1: Possibly their head chopped off. Possibly. So, so what I was going to insinuate is that since Daphne makes that comment before the the, the, the one week later, you know, the,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, our starting scene, and Daphne's talking to the two former Survivor contestants,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she makes that comment about dying. What if she's killed these bodies and planted them and then acts spooked? That is
0: possible. <laughs> Okay. Possible, yeah. Possible. we'll we'll talk more about our predictions as to who the killers and victims are later on. But as it comes up, feel free to chime in there. But this this line here, the story about the busts, made me suspicious of the local girls who would be Daphne, uh, not Daphne, uh, Mia and Lucy. Okay. Yep, yep. Harper doubts that they'll have to that they'll have to use that room connecting feature. She does not very, seem to be very excited about this trip.
1: No, she seems <laughs> like a party killer right now.
0: That's what I was
1: thinking up until well, this point. I th-
0: and I think it's easy to jump to that conclusion yeah. because that's that's the perspective we're getting.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, listen. That being said, that being said, again, right. I don't know. You know, she she did say she hasn't eaten in a while. You know, they just mm-hmm. traveled. You know, there's a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. But having just met her, my immediate thoughts it would be: yeah. this person's a party killer. But this, she's killing the vibe.
0: Yes, <laughs> I am really hoping that we get some sort of humanization of this character, because while I find her entertaining, I, if this is what she is, it's it's going to be tough to sympathize with her much along the way. <laughs> so I, I really, I really do hope that there's some humanization of this character. I. You know they they've done it. I'm I'm really confident that they can do it. I didn't have much sympathy for Paula or Olivia in the beginning of season, or or Nicole for that matter, Me either. In the in the beginning of season one, but having said that, Shane stayed pretty consistent throughout. <laughs> so <laughs> see, so I think Bert will
1: fill a similar niche or niche that Shane did.
0: Oh, see, I was thinking it was it would be Cameron that filled that niche.
1: Oh, maybe Cameron. I, yeah, I know that. yeah. I, you're right. You're right. Actually, cause Cameron also.
0: <laughs> I forget all about that. I mean, Ca- Cameron just seems like kind of uh, a nicer version of Shane. He still seems entitled and he still seems like someone that I, if I had a daughter, I would not want my daughter or, or, or I do have a son. So I would not want my daughter or son bringing this guy home. <laughs> so uh, that that is, although he would probably charm us and. It wouldn't matter at that point. So uh, <laughs> he, will already, he will have already won. Yeah, I, yeah, I know you're right. He,
1: well, he was, he was a real jerk to Ethan at one point. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, maybe both of them will. They've they've split chain in twenty. Yeah, right. Bert, not very charming.
0: <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. You I, think you think he's I, charming? Nobody seems to be like none of the none of the women that he flirts with seem to be opposed to to it
1: the thing is though they're all staff like that's, that's true that's, that's different true. that's not like actually flirting that's just that's just them doing their job
0: well part, i he kind I'm of flirted portia kind of
1: kind of but he fell over <laughs> like, he fell he fell over <laughs> <laughs> he fell over like it's not so, I,
0: you know, so, so, I don't know i you know it's so i don't know this is tricky this is tricky to, to talk about it's tricky to think about because you know there is a kind of an age out of creepiness. I don't know. <laughs> I think at some point, yeah, I uh, know what you're saying. People kind of age out of being creepy because they're so old that, that it's got to be harmless, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just a, so,
1: this, this is a harmless comic, yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah. Right. I mean, I I know plenty of people who, the older they get, the just the more. I don't know, blunt they are because they just don't care anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh and I think that Bert kind of is at that point. Although it sounds like he's always been this way. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not sure. Did you pick up on that or no? It would seem that to me because of their, mm-hmm. their their
1: conversation, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So anyway, I I, listen, I,
1: I, I see you're saying that some people don't care anymore, but this seems to be a very defining character trait for
0: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like for, beyond for Like sure. a
1: normal amount.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. So we'll we'll see how that plays out in the long run. At any rate, I think we're not we haven't gotten to them yet. So yeah. well, <laughs> well, here, well, we're here, yeah, we're here, we're here now, we're here now. So Bert flirts with Bella and everybody that he. Meets. I mean, he's he has flirted with every woman he's in contact with that we have seen so far, except for Valentina. He did not flirt with Valentina, but Valentina called him old. So yeah. maybe that's why. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he is also very gassy. So th- th- there's that to contend with. The Degrassos are there to visit the town where Bert's grandmother grew up. And Dominic is mortified by his father's incessant flirting. And I found it interesting that they all have separate bedrooms. All three of them have separate rooms. And that's a lot of money.
1: Well, you know, when when you're a, a hotshot
0: at Hollywood, that's right. You can afford it. I guess. I guess. Interesting. <laughs> well, anyway, Tanya reunites with Greg in the lobby, who's annoyed that Tanya brought Portia. So she gets rid of Portia by telling her to stay in her room, which I think is hysterical, like she's her child or something.
1: Yeah, Tanya is really funny in this episode. <laughs> oh, my
0: God. She's hysterical. Probably, <laughs> the way I saw it described was the, the biggest jump laugh that they've ever seen in the series <laughs> later on when she when she's mouthing across the room go to your room <laughs> so it's not a jump scare it's a jump laugh it was it just started like, yeah yeah but at any rate uh Tanya tries to get rid of her best hand goes to stay in your room. Now Ethan it turns out got rich selling his company Harper is no fan of Cameron and Daphne especially Cameron. She thinks that their affection is performative it does not appear that way later, though. I mean, it's the, really performative. I mean, that would be very, that would be quite a performance. But at any rate, she also predicts after Ethan defends him, because there, Ethan is not out on these two. Uh, but she predicts that Cameron is going to ask him for money.
1: Yes. Well, which I, I do. Uh, yeah, we got to make note of that. Well, yes. What prediction come out to be true?
0: Yes, Exactly. All right. In the lobby, Valentina kicks me and Lucy out guests only. Dominic tries to talk to his wife on the phone. This is your favorite scene. you have already talked quite a bit about, I think it was yep. his wife. I put wife's question mark. She uh, wants nothing to do with him. It's over. She's even talking to, uh, she's even talking to Kara about it. Now we don't know who Kara is. I'm thinking Kara is his daughter. Maybe that's what I thought. Okay. Maybe I'm glad we had that same thing. Maybe. Yeah. But... Yeah. But Kara, because Kara won't even take his calls. Now, Portia complains on the phone to somebody. I don't know. It sounds like maybe a friend because I, I don't assume she would use this. Her <laughs> uh, name was Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Sarah. All right. So it's probably not her mother then. So <laughs> talks to her friend about Tanya. She says she's such a mess and she's miserable. And Portia just wants to meet a hot Italian guy. Do you think Albie will do? I mean, he is He's technically Italy. Italian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how yeah exactly exactly i guess we don't know what uh his lineage is on his mother's side so no. maybe he's not full-blooded italian but hey he's at least half he has something uh, in there no well, maybe not maybe not, not half. half yeah, yeah maybe not at half. least a quarter at least a quarter uh, well, because... i least assuming the grant well, he's got some italian in there I, that, that's what i'll <laughs> okay fine fine all right harper is an employment lawyer and Cameron is going through some bogus claims himself. Imagine my surprise to find out that Cameron has some accusations against him. I'm <laughs> I shocked.
1: I mean, the way, the way he talks about it.
0: <laughs> oh, it's pretty yeah. gross. You're and, right.
1: You're right. This is much shade, like. I
0: yeah. And, and this, I mean, you can see Harper crawling in her skin too about this. This is, this is bad. You know, it's just, well, they're not all bogus, but. Uh, there's a lot of tension at this table. This is another one of my favorite scenes in, in the episode. I really dig the dynamics between these four. Good. So, but this, this is the scene where they're talking about, you know, voting and, and oh no, maybe not yet, actually. So, we'll get to that later. Anyway, Albie and Portia strike up a conversation. And there seems to be some chemistry there. Would you agree?
1: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah.
0: But they're interrupted by Bert falling and then hitting on Porsche.
1: <laughs> I, I wonder if anytime they have moments of chemistry, if you know get breaking up by some event, because you know this is breaking up by Bert, and then later Porsche leaves because of Tanya. Oh, the two of them they share glances. Yeah, yeah, the two of them. Porsche and Albie Gotcha.
0: Yeah, yeah, you might be right. I, I I think I think eventually there's gonna be something there, but anyway. Let's move on. Yes. So Tanya tries to initiate with Greg, who seems very disinterested, but you know what? He'll go wash it up. He's always thinking of her. <laughs> <laughs> this is hysterical. I mean, if that doesn't sum up Tanya, I, I don't know what does. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's really uh, funny. He's <laughs> like, it's hot. I got swamp crotch. I'll go wash it up. Oh, always he's always it. thinking of me. <laughs> Wonderful. Anyway. Harper takes sleeping pills because of everything happening in the world. But Cameron and Daphne don't really know what the heck she's talking about because they don't really watch the news. These people have nothing in common. Not even Ted Lasso can hold them together. Have you seen Ted Lasso? I have not. Have you? Uh, no. I mean, I've, I've heard wonderful things about it, but I've not seen it. And I like Jason Sudeikis enough. I, 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 I hate soccer, though. <laughs> anyway. Uh, actually, when Jason Sudeikis won the Emmy for uh, playing Ted Lasso, he said, "I never thought I'd win the Emmy Emmy for something for for a role, a, a for a series that champions two things that have no uh, no prevalence in America: soccer and kindness." How did you say
1: the other the second part?
0: What's well, because it's kind of the thing about Ted Lasso. It's like, it's about kindness. It's, it's, I don't know. I've never seen it. So I, I really don't know. But anyway, but anyway, yeah. So they don't even have Ted Lasso in common. Cameron mercifully decides to go swimming. <laughs> this is just to end this debacle. Uh, but even will loan him a suit because Cameron lost his luggage. Right. Yeah. But Cameron and Harper will go get it. Cause Harper's going to get the sunscreen anyway. Of course. Now, during coitus i actually love this scene too this is great Ta- tanya keeps seeing those busts right yes men with very effeminate hairstyles and then she, when she looks up at greg he looks downright hateful i mean he looks like he despises her <laughs> she describes it as he had shark eyes they were empty <laughs> but she she literally throws him off which is a hysterical sight because mm-hmm. i mean john john Grease is significantly smaller than jennifer coolidge in like and <laughs> like every way like it's it's funny seeing these two together because they're pretty lopsided but anyway um she literally throws him off and she doesn't remember eating those macaroons but greg wonders how she expects to lose weight if she's gonna forget about eating five macaroons which, I think it's
1: also important to note that she, she, she comments that she, she thought she might have dissociated.
0: Yes, she did. Yes, she does. You're right. She says she dissociated. Yeah. Okay. So which funny, funny story about dissociation. Dis- dis- <laughs> I think I've already told, have I told this on the podcast or just. No no, I'm cu- no, no, I'm kidding. Okay. Curious. All right. So I was, I teach chemistry and I was teaching about dissociation, which is oh. when uh, yeah. an ionic compound, splits up into its ions and solution, right? And I wanted to show uh, a video of dissociation, but the link that I'd put in my presentation wasn't working, so I just went directly to YouTube, typed in dissociation, and all that came up was psychology <laughs> vlogs and psychology videos. And my students laughed quite a bit. Anyway, it um, does that type of dissociation here, not... Splitting up into ions. The the wording,
1: the disassociation.
0: That's <laughs> yes, exactly right. So, but I think it's also important to note here that Greg is a complete jerk. I mean, how do you Great. expect how do you expect to lose weight if you can't even remember eating five macaroons?
1: Greg is not as kind as he was. So.
0: No, no, the shine has worn off here. Aspen must not have gone very well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, do we have any idea how much after? Season no, was I, I was trying I was
1: wondering that. I was thinking if I could figure it out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean the only way to get married. But. The only way we'd figure that out, I assume, is by tanya and Greg telling us.
1: Well, like, we're thinking like some way, yeah, some way of dating.
0: Well, like, it. When we we're met like two years bitch. ago, or whatever. So yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, some some sort of way of dating it.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Anyway. Cameron makes an effort to play nice with Harper when they get up to the room, but then changes right where she can see him in the mirror, and it is as though he moved into view of that mirror. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Uh, she is either mortified or enamored. I can't really tell. I think she's mortified. Okay. I was, well, I I thought she was but very annoyed. I I guess, but she still went to dinner with him. She didn't say anything to Ethan. I I yeah. I don't know. I think part of her. Was pretty enamored by this, so excited. Maybe. I I just want to make sure we leave space for the idea, the the possibility that she may have been excited by this. She might be, could be, yeah. Anyway, sure. Albie tells Dominic about Bert's fall, and they'll put him in Albie's room, no problem. Yeah, you can do that, Albie. <laughs> yeah. Dom's
1: got work tonight.
0: Yeah, well, well, somebody's got work in Dom's room tonight. But anyway, <laughs> so. At any rate, uh, Lucia convinces Mia to come with her to her client, and they finally get into the hotel. After like waiting, <laughs> yeah. Now we finally get we get the dinner scene. Uh, this, this is fantastic stuff. Tanya is mortified to see Portia and covers her head with the menu. <laughs>
1: yeah, walks over,
0: <laughs> uh, Makes sure that she sits, uh, um, Greg, with his back to Portia. So. There you go. Bert flirts with the waitress naturally, uh, much to Dominic's chagrin. Me and Lucy enter, and everyone notices. Harper Harper tries to order for Ethan, but eventually yields to the whitefish. <laughs> you like
1: whitefish, Kurt? Nah, I've never had white. I can't recall <laughs> yeah. having whitefish.
0: I like whitefish. It's good. But the Harper's concerns may be legitimate. She, she doesn't like it if it's too fishy. Okay. So, <laughs> Of course, it gets very different looks from Malvi and Tanya, so she leaves. This is the the jump laugh out of Tanya. we like as yeah. largely as possible. Mouths go to your room. How, how Greg like doesn't muppet. see this, I have no idea. So, like, what did you say? What did you What did <laughs> what
1: you say? Me or what? yeah? What did you great. say?
0: You said like a what? Like a mother. Sorry. Like oh, a mother. like a mother. Yes, exactly. I thought you said like a muppet. <laughs> Kind of. Yeah, kind of. They kind of over enunciate. Yeah. Yeah. Portia finds Albie's social media while she's in her room. Uh, And Lucy sneaks past Valentina. Bert farts like crazy in Albie's bed. So dinner's over now. Bert farts like crazy in Albie's bed. So Albie's going to take off, actually.
1: He's probably fine. Everyone knows if you pass enough gas, (laughs) you must not be crass oh but he is Ryan. he's crass the issue, yeah they're trying to <laughs> I try to work in concussions there but i'm not a i'm not a rhyme
0: Concussions. God. okay <laughs> okay anyway uh but albie walks right past lucy who's on her way to dominic's room gas yes. Do- mm-hmm. now downstairs the lounge singer giuseppe buys me a drink and propositions her Uh, so that's that's not what she was hoping for here she just wanted to have a musical conversation so she throws that drink right in his face we get to my favorite scene harper and cameron hear all the foreplay in the adjoining room and ethan again tries to defend them but harper tells him about the bathing suit and not he says yeah it's not too weird whatever again love the juxtaposition here Uh, oh also ethan is haunted by that head statue oh yes so by that, I gotta stop calling them head statues busts. Bust, I mean, yeah. head
1: statue bust. <laughs> thing. Yeah,
0: it is actually. So Tanya finds two macaroons and she's so excited to show Greg, but he's in a, on a whisper call with Bob from work in the bathroom. Is Greg still working? Uh, apparently, the old uh, BLM, your <laughs> Bureau, Bureau <of> Land Management. <laughs> and finally, Dominic has trouble making conversation with Lucy, so she takes over. This is actually a nice scene too, um, seeing Dominic talk about his vulnerability. I mean, re- really put it on display. Like I, I going through a lot in my life, and I don't really know how to have make conversation. Like it's that's pretty good, pretty good.
1: That was no, that was a really
0: good scene for that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Anyway, okay, so that's it. That's that's the end of the episode. Kurt, yes. What would you like to do first? Make some predictions or check the time? Let's check the time. Okay. Well, what time is it, Kurt? <laughs> Could you believe it, Mr. Cell? It's TV time. TV time? Hey, no time, look like at TV time. Oh yeah. <laughs> TV yeah. time it is. Now I assume that most folks listening listen to our coverage of season one, but just in case they didn't a very quick summary TV time is an app where you can track what you have watched, and you, you can give it a rating on a scale from one to five, you can tell it what emotions it made you feel, and you can vote for your favorite character in each episode. So I would like to ask you Kurt on a scale from one to five. What do you think TV time users gave this episode. a five a five is 60 percent of tv time users voted five out of five for this episode 31 percent said four out of five all
1: right so.
0: but the more interesting proposition here and this is i think this is very hard i don't know oh sure uh, i don't know how you're gonna do this uh, but all right we have to. we're gonna guess for each other and for you're gonna guess for the audience because Folks, Kurt does not use TV time I do, so I know what the audience has voted who the audience has voted for as their favorite character. I know of course who I have voted for as my favorite character and the question is who has Kurt voted for for his favorite character. I'm going to go ahead and say that you said Dominic was your favorite character. All right.
1: jeez. Uh, I think you said Harper and the people the people say. People said, uh, "Albie."
0: Okay, I did say Harper. Good for you. Holy easy. cow! Easy. How? Easy. Do, I mean, she's not really likable in this episode, but yeah, well, easy easier to get that you said her. Yeah. I. I mean, I thought she was the like, mo- easily the most interesting character, other than maybe Dominic. Uh, the, the, this is. The, there's a lot going on here that I'm interested to to figure out, and I think that a lot of the Happenings a lot of the plot of the series is going to rotate around Harbor,
1: maybe part of it. But so, I i had written down Portia or Albie, but I swapped it to Dominic while we were <laughs> so, so Dominic is correct. Dominic is all correct.
0: right, all right. So, what we got each other say? right now. What did the people say? You said no the people, people said Albie. Well, I will tell you, Albie was in third place 14, percent. <sighs> first place. They agreed with me and said Harper, fifty-two percent. Re- wow, it's surprising, right? Very, that's surprising. I I was a little shocked by that. Because, so, so so much of you
1: saying she's unlikable.
0: <laughs> what was your argument? Not very
1: likable character. I, right. I, that being said, I also do agree with you. She, she does seem very likable, but well, you know what? The TV yeah. time. TV time viewers, they, they they gotta agree.
0: You know, I I think I have a lot of sympathy for Harper, though. Actually, for, believe it or not. Can, even though she doesn't seem very likable uh, my sympathy stems from the fact that she is in a place that she doesn't necessarily want to be with people she doesn't want to necessarily be with and feels like her husband the only person she really has any interest in being with in this place is siding with other people that's so, true so she's i mean there's a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of isolation that she's feeling here mm-hmm. Fair. so i can sympathize with that fair but dominic's
1: so, just so interesting for that dominic film. is i will say harper, harper gets a lot more i think quality screen time than dominic in terms of getting yeah. nowhere and building her because dominic is just the two scenes, which are two really good scenes but...
0: they are very good scenes yeah so and i and i would agree probably you know ounce for ounce, dominic probably has the better stuff in this episode but Harper has a lot of good stuff in this episode. It's so, a lot more. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the scene at the the table where they're talking about politics and Ted Lasso—that is probably you know one of my top four scenes in the episode as well. So, and, the, and a lot of, and it's almost all because of Harper. You take Harper out of that equation, and it would not be an interesting conversation at all. Yeah. So definitely. And dinner, dinner too with the white fist thing. I, I I liked Harper a lot anyway. Kurt, we have some predictions to make, man. This is going to be difficult.
1: Are we going to predict who we think dies? I don't really want to predict that this, this soon.
0: <laughs> I, well, I'm going to predict who we think dies, but okay. who I think dies. So you don't have to if you don't want to. Okay. But uh, I'm gonna, I've made predictions for both. Well, how many people? I, I did both? three for each. Wait, what's the each? Three, three. I picked three people who I think are going to be dead and three people who I think are the killers. The killer.
1: Okay. Oh, okay, so you're assuming... Okay, okay, okay.
0: What are you predicting? Well,
1: no, well I was going to predict, like, who died. I, I, I don't know whether like it's just a freak accident.
0: Ah, or... I see. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I'm treating this as though I treated uh, the same way I treated only murders in the building. Except, no, that we knew who died in that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming that they're dead and somebody killed them. All right, fair enough, fair enough. So you don't want to make any predictions then?
1: No, I'll I'll predict who died. I'll I'll give it it a whirl.
0: Okay. My number one prediction of who died is Dominic. Really? Yes. Because he fits the exact description of those busts. Right? He comes in from another country, screws around with a local.
1: That's two on the nose. Okay. See, I think
0: note. that I think they're that they're banking on people just forgetting about that story by episode seven. But anyway, but <laughs> could be, could be, could be. I think Greg's my number one pick. Okay. Because it okay. seems
1: like he's having an affair.
0: It does, an affair yeah. it does seem like he's having an affair with Bob from work.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. Remember. That's your, that's your number one pick. Uh, my number two pick is Harper.
1: Okay.
0: I. Pick Harper because she seems kind of like the main character of this first episode, oh, much in so and, and, and much the same way yeah. that Armand seemed like the main character of the first episode of season one.
1: And Armand did die,
0: yes, he did. That's a connection. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. I, I see that I see the through line here. You're drawn.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to make any more? Or you yeah, just... no, 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 no.
1: I'll, I'll, right. I'm just if I want to swap it now. Last second, I, I, won't, I won't. My second pick, Ethan.
0: Okay. Any particular sure. reason?
1: No, no, just got a just got feeling. I think Cam, basically, Shane did not die because I think Shane, Shane's too mean to die. Okay. I think Ethan's kind of nice, so he's nice enough to die.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I And for my third pick, I am picking Cameron. Because... I also picked Cameron for my third pick. Oh, well. there you go. All
1: right, cool.
0: <laughs> I think that's... I think there's a strong possibility there. I think that there's going to be. I don't know. Have, did you watch the next down? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I, 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 I won't say anymore. All but right. um, but yeah, I think I think that Cameron is. Uh, I don't know. I think he he's he's got the potential to screw a lot of things up and <laughs> piss, and piss a lot of people off. So See there that? you go. All right. So as far as the the death, like how it happens. I'm assuming this is murder, so I'm gonna say. And you don't have to make these predictions if you don't want to. Yeah, but, let me hear it. Let me hear. It. All right, I, my number one suspect is Lucy, okay. uh, because that's if my number one victim is Dominic. That would make because he comes in and screws around with a local girl. That local girl is Lucy, so she's my number one pick as the killer. My number two pick would be Mia. Because she's the other local girl. So, <laughs> yeah. so there you
1: go. Who's your third pick? Or did you not? Uh, Ethan. Why Ethan?
0: Because he seems too nice to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so we both agree he's too nice. He's uh, he seems
0: to, he seems to be the one that's least capable of murder.
1: <laughs> I think he's most deserving of death. <laughs>
0: huh.
1: Because he's so nice. <laughs> These people... <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I think I think that they're baiting us into assuming that Harper did this because she seems like the most upset of, of anybody here, except maybe that's Greg. True. And... That's true. Yeah. So All there right. you have it. That, that's what I've got.
1: All right. We'll see. As, as an next time I'll pick killers, I'll, I'll pick top three killers.
0: All right. Sounds good. All right. Speaking of next time, let's cut this off and. and move on to the next time next episode is called italian dream italian dream i wonder if they dream differently in italy <laughs> <laughs> probably do uh anyway folks uh we appreciate you listening today and we hope that you will stick with us throughout the white lotus season two we'll have coverage every thursday of the previous sunday's episode so we'll be back next thursday to cover uh, italian dream In the meantime, we'd appreciate you leaving us five-star ratings and reviews on whatever podcast app you choose to use. We'd appreciate you spreading the word about the podcast. Get it out there. Tell people about it. White Lotus is seemingly pretty popular, so there should be no shortage of people that you could talk to about this. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at uh, showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. You can also check out our back catalog. We've got lots of great stuff up there. Better Call Saul's final season. Some Black Mirror interspersed throughout all of centaur world dexter new blood the leftovers in its entirety most of lost all of only murders in the building all of ozark the first season of russian doll and of course the first season of the white lotus so kurt anything you'd like to say before we sign off here i dream of italian oh boy good for you you know (laughs) folks we do appreciate you listening as always and Please know that you are in our Blossom Circle, so you are very important to us. Shoehammer some showhoppers into your day.